Welcome to Zichud Daf Siman Member Rabbi Avram Goldai and Tirmu Zechus Tainus Daf Tezvav. The first parakim Emesai. So the three Daf's we're going to focus on number one. The Mishnah Daf Tezvav listed the practices that were done on a public fast day. The more brings the explanations for each one. Included here is a partial list of reasons. So why do we go out to the town square? Rav Chia Bar Abba says, "Lomar Zaknim Batsina Lananina to say that we cried out in tefillah in private and were not answered. Nevaza Atzmenu Befar Hasiyah. Let us disgrace ourselves in public." Rish Lakish says, Galina Galasinim the Khaparasalina. The purpose is to convey that we have been exiled from our base Knesses. May our Gaulas be Machapur for us. Why do we dress in sackcloth? Rabbi Baraba said, Lomar Hari Anu Khashubin Kabahima to convey that we're thought of as animals. Why does each person place ashes on his head? One more said is to convey the idea that Anu Khashubin Fanechuka Efer. We are before you like ashes. Another said, Kadejizko Efer Shal Yitzchak. In order that Kashbarku should remember the ashes of Yitzhak in our merit. Point number two is Tana Braisa Amdubatfila. When they stand to Davin, Apubishom Zochum Chochem, even though there's an elderly person there that's a Chochem, Ain Marin Lutneateva or Adama Ragil. We do not send someone before the ark who is not skilled in the fast day tefillahs. Rabbi says that we select someone who has children but no livelihood to support them, so he feels the need for rain. He should be a farmer who relies on the rain, but his house is empty, which Rush explains means that he has not acquired anything through theft. He should be someone who behaved properly when he was young, should have a humble spirit, and is pleasing to the people. He should also be an experienced Balkar and be able to recite from Midrash, Halachas, and Gadita and be fluent in all the brachos. And pointing with you, the Gemara brings up rice that after each of the six additional brachos recited on the fast day, the congregation responds, Amen. The Gemara clarifies that this is only in the Gvuin, only in the provinces. But in the base of Migdash, Amen is not recited, Amen, but Migdash, because we do not answer Amen at the end of brachos recited in the base of Migdash. For it's written, the Pasuk, Kumu Barhu Hashem El Kechem Mino Olam Ado Olam, Arise and bless Hashem your God from the world unto the world, referring to Olam Haba. Yavarhu Hashem Kvodechem Romam Al Kobrachu Utehiwa, and let the name of your honor that is elevated above every bracha and praise. Now it might be thought the congregation only responds once after all the brachas. The Pasuk teaches, Al Kobracha Tenlo Utehiwa, for each bracha give him praise. Rashi explains, that this teaches that the end of each bracha they would recite, Baruch Shem Kavod Malchus Blessed is the name of your glorious kingdom forever and ever. So once again, the three points are number one. The Mishnah Dab Tezvav listed the practices that were done on a public fast day. The more brings the explanations for each one. Included here is the partial list of reasons. Why do we go out to the town square? Rav Baraba says, Lomar Zakni Batsin Ninu To say that we cried out and feel in private and weren't answered, Nevaze Atzmenu Bufar Hezeh. Let us disgrace ourselves in public. Rishwaki says, Galinu Galasinim Mechaperis Alinu. The purpose is to convey that we have been exiled from our basic Nessus. May our Galas be Mechaper for us. Why do we dress in sackcloth? Rabbi Chir Baraba said, Lomar Hari Anu Chashubin Kabahema. To convey that we are thought of as animals. Why does each person place ashes on his head? One of more said is to convey the idea that Anu Chashubin Mufanecho Keifer, we are before you like ashes. Another said, Kadesh Yizkor Efro Yitzchak, in order that a Kajbarku should remember the ashes of Yitzchak in our merit. Point number two is Tana Braisa Amdubat when they stand to Davin, Apubishom Zochum Chochem, even though there's an elderly person there that's a Chochem, Ain Marin Lutneateva or Adama Ragil. We do not send someone before the ark who is not skilled in the fast day tefillahs. Rabuda says we select someone who has children but no livelihood to support them, so he feels the need for rain. He should be a farmer who relies on the rain, but his house is empty, which Rush explains means that he has not acquired anything through theft. He should be someone who behaved properly when he was young, should have a humble spirit, and is pleasing to the people. He should also be an experienced Balkari and be able to recite from Midrash, Halachas, and Gadita, and be fluent in all the brachos. And pointing with you, the Gemara rings of Bright that after each of the six additional brachos recited on the fast day, the congregation responds, Amen. Now the Gemara clarifies that this is only in the Gvulin, 
only in the provinces, but in the base of Migdash, Amen is not recited. Because we do not answer Amen at the end of Brachas reciting the base of Migdash. For it's written, the Pasuk, Kumu Hashem El Olam Ad Olam. Arise and bless Hashem your God from the world and to the world, referring to Olam Haba. And let the name of your honor that is elevated above every bracha and praise. It might be thought that the congregation only responds once after all the brachas. This passage teaches for each bracha, give him praise. Rashi explains that this teaches that at the end of each bracha they would recite Blessed is the name of your glorious kingdom forever and ever. Alright, so now we go to Simradav Tezayin and our standard simon is toes. Toes. So here goes. The sandal-wearing community with their toes exposed, who gathered around the Aron outside the public fast day, with ashes on their head, listened attentively to the elderly Shalich Tzibor, who was skilled in the Tfilos, and responded Amen in unison because they were not in the base of Megdash. Once again, it's motion. The sandal-wearing community with their toes exposed, toes, that must be one of Tazayan. The sandal-wearing community with their toes exposed, who gathered around the Aron outside, on the public fast day with the ashes on their head, which reminds us that we learned the reasons for the various practices on a fast day, such as taking the iron outside the public square, wearing sackcloth, and placing ashes on the head. So the sandal-wearing community with their toes exposed, who gathered around the iron outside on the public fast day with ashes on their head, listened attentively to the elderly Shulich Tzibor, who was skilled in the tefillos, which reminds us that we learned all the qualifications for the Shulich Tzibor on a fast day. So the sandal-wearing community with their toes exposed, who gathered around the Arn outside on the public fast day with ashes on their head, listened attentively to the elderly Shulich Tzibor, who was skilled in the tefillos, and responded Amen in unison because they were not in the base of Migdash. Which reminds us that the people respond Amen after each of the six additional brachas, but they do not do so in the base of Migdash. Lefisha in onin Amen by base of Migdash, because we do not say Amen in the base of Migdash. Instead, they respond Baruch Shem Kavad So once again, the sandal-wearing community with their toes exposed, who gathered around the Arn outside on the public fast day, with ashes on their head, listened attentively to the elderly Shulich Tzibor, who was skilled in the tefillos, and responded Amen in unison because they were not in the base of Migdash. All right, now it's time for four blah bach chazara. Daf Yud Beis. So the symbol Daf Yud Beis is 12 brothers. So here goes. The six brothers, six brothers of 12, that must be more on Daf Yud Beis, 12 brothers. The six brothers who realized they fasted for nothing when they forgot to be a couple of the tainus the day before at Mincha, which reminds us any tainus where one did not accept upon himself to fast while it's still daytime before the fast is not called a tainus. He's like a bellows filled with air. Plus, we have a Malchus, Rav and Shmuel regarding when one is makabo upon himself. The Tainus Rav said at Mincha time, where Shmuel holds during the tefillah of Mincha. So the six brothers who realized they fasted for nothing when they forgot to be makabo the Tainus the day before at Mincha, while there are other six brothers who decided to eat on the fast day and repay it later, which reminds us, the Rav Yudah said in the name of Rav, Loba Adam Taneso Uparea, a person who accepted upon himself to fast may borrow the fast and eat that day and then repay his chiyav to fast on another day. We have two different versions of how Shmuel reacted when he heard this din. So the six brothers who realized they fasted for nothing when they forgot to be makabal the Tainus the day before at Mincha, while their other six brothers decided to eat on the fast day and repay it later, joined the community in examining the town's deeds the morning of the public fast, which reminds us, the Morris, what is done on the day of the fast? Abai answered, from morning until midday, we examine the town's conduct. During the third quarter of the day, we read from the Torah and the Haftar, and from there on, from the final quarter of the day, we beg for Hashem's mercy. is a bar mitzvah boy. So here goes. The nervous bar mitzvah boy, bar mitzvah boy, that must be more a daf yud gimel. 
The nervous bar mitzvah boy who didn't know if he could survive his first tishabab without washing in hot or cold water, which reminds us, Rafenbar Papa said in the Rav Chista regarding the prohibition of washing oneself on a fast day, any situation where the prohibition to wash is because of availus, like Tishabab, or that of someone actually mourning, it's prohibited to wash whether it's hot water or cold water. But where the prohibition to wash is because of pleasure, which Rashi explained means is a fast to abstain from pleasures, then washing in hot water is forbidden, but in cold water, it's permitted. So the nervous bar mitzvah boy who didn't know if he could survive his first Tishabab without washing in hot or cold water, got so confused when he saw the man sitting shiva for his second son, washing in cold water. Which reminds us, Rabbi Abba Al-Kohen challenged Rav Chitz's ruling that an Avo is prohibited to wash in cold water from an incident where Rabbi Yossi, whose sons died, washed in cold water during the shiva. The Gemara answers that his sons died one right after the other, and therefore Rabbi Yossi was able to be mekel, given the fact that he was mourning for a long period of time. So, the nervous bar mitzvah boy who didn't know if he could survive his first tishabab without washing in hot or cold water got so confused when he saw the man sitting shiva for his second son washing in cold water that he forgot to include anenu in the bracha of shomea tefillah, which reminds us, Rav Yudah told his son Rav Yitzhak that a yachid who accepted a fast upon himself inserts anenu being goel erofi between the bracha of redemption and the bracha of healing. Rav Yitzhak challenges father. And ask, Yachid koveo bracha asmo meo, Yachid insert a bracha in Shmona Esri for himself? Rather, Bishomea Tfila, he inserts it in the bracha of the one who hears Tfila. Rav Shesh has also said, Anenu is included in the bracha of Shomea Tfila. Daf Yadalit, so the similar Daf Yadalit is a hand, and we use a juggler. So here goes. The juggler juggling chauffeurs, juggler juggling, that must be on Daf Yadalit, Yad. The juggler juggling chauffeurs while calling out Anenu, Anenu, which reminds us that we learned that the seven last fasts are more chamur and that we're Masreen and we close the stores. We have a Malchokas where the Masreen means we blow the chauffeur during the six additional brachas which were recited on the day or means we recite Anenu, referring to the tefil which is said at the end of Slichos. So the juggler juggling chauffeurs while calling out Anenu, Anenu, who performed under a shady tree, in the king's royal garden, which reminds us that if rain has still not fallen after the seven fasts, then we refrain from a binyan shel simcha, which refers to building a wedding chamber for one son's chasna, and to an atiyah shel simcha, which is a varniki of kings, which is understood to be a tree that is planted when a baby prince is born that eventually gets built into his throne when he is coronated, or a large shady tree in the royal garden where kings like to stroll. So the juggler jogging chauffeurs while calling out anenu anenu, who performed under a shady tree, in the king's royal garden, said shalom to scholars walking by, who responded with a soft and serious hello, which reminds us that if rain has not fallen after the 13th fast, then cheverim, meaning tamanikacham, don't greet each other, and they respond to amirars who greet them with a soft and serious hello. Dav Tezvav, so the summer Dav Tezvav is a fruit bowl. So here goes. The heavenly fruit bowls, fruit bowls, that must be more on Dav Tezvav, to Bishvat. The heavenly fruit bowls that were full of light and joy, which reminds us that Rav Nachman Yitzchak said that not everyone is zochet to light in Olam Haba, and not everybody is zochet to simcha. Tzadikim will orav yisharim with simcha, Tzadikim will be zochet to light, and the upright will be zochet to simcha. Rashi explains that the yisharim are greater than Tzadikim, and that's why they're zochet to more. So the heavenly fruit bowls that were full of light and joy were unfortunately filled with ash to place on the foreheads of the leaders before the rest of the community, which reminds us that we put the ashes on the head of the Nasian of Basin before everybody else puts the ashes on their own heads. Even though Rebbe says, When it comes to matters of distinction, we begin with the most distinguished person. And in matters of curse times, we begin with the least distinguished person. Here, the placement of the ashes on the heads of the Nasian of Basin is a matter of prominence for them, because the people are essentially saying to them that the Nasian of Basin are chashim enough to ask for rachamim for all of them. So the heavenly fruit bowls that were full of light and joy were unfortunately filled with ash to place on the foreheads of the leaders before the rest of the community, who felt embarrassed, especially with ashes put 
in the place of their tefillin. Which reminds us, the ashes are put on the Nazis and Abbasin's heads, whereas everybody else puts the ashes on their own heads, because it's a greater humiliation for the prominent people to be humiliated by others. We also learn the ashes are put in the place of the tefillin. All right, that concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Ram Goldman Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.